Radio. Popping the peas, popping the peas. All right. <laughs> Love it. The torch was denied a bank loan. All right. Wow. That's too bad. His credit wasn't good, huh? Well, that's why he's so, Captain America. Oh, no. It was a smart move, really, when you think it about re- it. It really was. It, and he was also in Push. I forgot about that superhero movie. Well, he became old Captain America. Like old well, man Captain America, quite literally. Now yeah, we have a new right. Captain America who's going to go full Homelander, hopefully. Wow. That's one, all I wanted. One, one could only hope, right? <laughs> How much better would Snowman and the Blackbird have been if Captain America went full Homelander? <laughs> it would have been different. How you been doing, Jake? Doing all right. Yeah, just keeping busy. What about you guys? Yeah, same. Yeah, uh, yeah we got our uh, our our double dose, and we're yeah we're fully, fully vaccinated as of like well, I guess eight hours from now or something Yay! like that <laughs> <laughs> nice i think i think tomorrow's our two weeks after yeah <laughs> it it's such a good feeling because now you're like i don't care what anybody says i can do what i want like that's right and you always could like there was nobody really stopping you from doing whatever you wanted but <laughs> now, now i can just walk up to people start coughing on them and it's like it's okay you'll be fine i you i can, do it all can, the time you yeah. can still Give, uh, get and transmit COVID. Just your symptoms won't be as bad. It has lower currents of death. So you still right. have to be a little smart. Oh, even better. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a few people. So now you... I'm the outbreak monkey. Finally. I, I know there's a few people you desperately want to outbreak monkey. Yeah. Well, yeah. Teach them lessons, but we don't do that. I guess not. <laughs> All right. I'll behave. Neither of us are named uh, Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh. Nice. Uh, and the kitties have awoken, so if you hear weird yeah. noises in our background, it's cats. Okay. Yeah. Well, ours is the other kind of kitties. It's just kids, but they should all be quiet, so we'll see. <laughs> ours will not. They'll, they'll probably comment, though. So. <laughs> like, Poe does like, have strong opinions. I don't like the scene where he knocked out the cat with a blown heart. <laughs> Steve yes. laughed really hard at that part. I kept rewinding it over I, it. I don't know what was funny about it. If it was like getting the hitting the cat with the blow dart, or like oh. how realistic that cat looked. Well, yeah, it was it was hitting it with the blow dart. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, exploding tip. Damn. Save it for the pod. All save right, it for right. the pod. All right, all right, all right. Home his son from one jungle to another. 
magic will be if he understands English. And the big city is going to get... What are you doing? Feed my chica. What's matika? A little savage. Ah! Walt Disney Pictures presents... Ah! He's doing a fairy! No, no, don't come back here! A story about the lessons of childhood. Open up! What's going on? Your son was in his hammock with my daughter. What? Open the door right now! Gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. How you gonna die? <laughs> With 1997's Jungle 2 Jungle. Jungle <laughs> Harder, I assume. Yeah. Oh, oh. Steve, what? I was the right age when this movie came out, and I never owned oh. it, but I watched it at other people's houses, and I kind of low-key loved Wait, it as what, a kid. Was this the summer of Jungle to Jungle and Jingle All the Way? <laughs> I mean, pretty much. A Jingle Jangle Summer? They're terrible movies, but they're fabulous. <laughs> oh, goodness. But babe, we're See, not alone for this one. Oh, and I didn't put on pants. Oh, no problem. Because <laughs> uh, we have Jake from the Movies That Make Us podcast. Welcome, Jake. Thank you. Glad to be here. And I'm I'm also pantless, so it's fine. Yeah, you know, pants off. It's how we roll. Off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This whole like you know being at home all the time, meetings. I don't have to wear pants. It's going to be weird getting back in the real world someday. Oh, I don't, nobody's worn pants or a bra in like 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 <laughs> Guys, fifteen months now. Right? Technology's out there. We've evolved beyond pants. We don't need That's pants right. anymore. We don't need them. I mean, isn't that what Utah Remote Con was all about? Yeah, going pants-free. <laughs> Absolutely, that's right. Yeah, Utah Remote Con, it is a pantless convention. So there you go. And raising money for Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Yes. But... So yeah, which was children... a bigger deal. Yeah, that was yeah. the important thing. That's right. We know but... the main goal was so that children with childhood diabetes can get over their diabetes and continue to not wear pants. That's right. Exactly. That's just like way too much to put on one banner. So we cut it down to just cure ju- juvenile diabetes. Exactly. <laughs> so it, Steve, it wouldn't fit. It wouldn't fit. We couldn't pay for the extra long banner. So we had to cut it out. <laughs> they pay by the letter, folks. Come on. It's a fundraiser. We're trying to earn money, not lose money. It just said, please see website. <laughs> it's the small print at the bottom of the website. Steve, oh, we're totally there. sober I'm still. I'm too sober for this. What do you got for me? I have from Talisman Brewing a crowler Ooh. of el norte mexican lager nice I'm gonna this is just basically a giant can it's a big 32 ounce can if you yeah. guys haven't had a crowler go get one they're amazing so my top Woo! Ooh, foamy <laughs> Ooh, my top oh no steve i got a little uh get a little head on your pussy there Ugh. here let me just uh rub that down real quick <laughs> aka mr pickles got hit with some foam yeah it's okay he doesn't, he doesn't know what's happening he doesn't know where he is people like to say that their cats think they're people i think pickles associates more with lamp posts yeah <laughs> i am lamp yeah all right mm. Mm. super clean smelly you get a little bit of maltiness not really any hop character on the nose Steve's got in for the sip. 
Oh yeah. Super clear beer. Yeah, Lots nice, uh, nice light lager. Um, a little bit on the like a uh, little malt forward, a little sweeter notes. Um, yeah, it tastes for, like an international lager. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like a nice yeah. little uh, <clears throat> Corona. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, imagine if Corona tasted good. Yeah, that's that's what yeah, this... yeah d- definitely fresher tasting than most Coronas. That's for sure. Every time a Izzy cries, a Corona gets its lime. Mm-hmm. I don't like Corona, guys. Uh, Jake, are you uh, drinking anything on your end? Uh, well, nothing as exciting as yours. I think I, I've just got a, a Powerade Ultra. There Ooh. you go. Ooh, what color? He's going hard. Uh, so it, the flavor is white cherry, but they've turned it into some kind of gold-like color. Oh. So That's neither white nor cherry. Oh, so yeah. it's like a, like a Rainier cherry, those like pretty golden ones? I, I guess that's what they're going for. I don't know. I've never seen a cherry this color before, but, you know, have it you was ever... after after the gym, so go ahead. Have you ever wished your Gatorade looked more like human urine? Try yeah, our that's... new <laughs> color now. Call it you're, you're not wrong, although it's a little cloudy, so if it does, if yours does look like this, go see a doctor. So it's Just like to be safe. for a while? Probably. Yeah, that's a good comparison. So I'm definitely <laughs> done drinking that for the night. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. This episode is brought to you by Powerade White Cherry. <laughs> White. If you start making your own, please see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Body fluid should not look like this. Guys, speaking of dehydrated individuals, jungle too, jungle. <laughs> no, I... I, I haven't seen the the original, only the sequel, Jungle to Jungle. The original just, and I'm assuming this is a sequel because it's got a two right in the middle. I mean, doesn't that I, usually I mean a so. sequel? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I mean, fun fact: this is based on an earlier movie, uh, a French movie. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the uh, the French version, <laughs> but uh, it means Little Indian Big City that came out in 1994 and okay. uh, was set in Paris instead of New York. So there you go. I guess it's a sequel to that. <laughs> it's a sequel to that. Perfect. It's the Americanized sequel to that, which makes sense. <laughs> they wanted to call it Little Two Big City, but people would get confused. <laughs> uh, and this version comes from director John Pasquin. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he did a lot of TV stuff in, uh, starting in the 80s. Uh, 17 episodes of Texas, not to be confused with Dallas, I'm sure. Uh, 12 episodes of Alice. Five of Growing Pain, six of New Heart, 13 of Family Ties, a couple of L.A. Law, and then, oh man, he got the bug. He got that feature film. <gasps> the Santa Claus, yes! <laughs> Tim Allen oh, movies. Oh boy. He, he did Santa Claus, and then this, and then six episodes of Soul Man. Anybody remember the TV show Soul Man? No, it's not, based nope. on the, it's not based on the 80s movie. Uh, this is the one where Dan Aykroyd was a priest. You remember that? Oh my god, I yeah. have seen this. Oh, wow. As soon as I looked it up, I was like, oh yeah. Now that you say it, I remember it. Yeah. Yep, it was called Soul Man. Is, is this one of those things that like we as a, uh, a collective community have just decided was a fever dream, and then when people bring up evidence, we try and bury it quickly? maybe <laughs> sounds about right yeah yeah and then uh and then after this uh he seemed to kind of be tim allen's personal director because he did 39 episodes of home improvement joe somebody uh 17 episodes of george lopez show miss congeniality 2 armed and fabulous uh six episodes of rules of engagement 29 of the new roseanne reboot that they did a couple years ago 
and 73 episodes of Last Man Standing. Oh, whatever happened oh, wow. to Roseanne? <laughs> <laughs> Ask no one. Uh, I think they became the, the Tanners or whatever. The, the <laughs> Connors. Yeah, oh, the, the Connors. Connors. The Connors. Yep. That's right. Oh, that's right. Tanners is a... Um, is full house full house yeah. that's right yep <laughs> and the tailors is home improvement and we're right full circle mm. and oh, we're man. back to tim allen did anybody else grow up with home improvement oh, of course yes it was like yeah. my parents favorite show <laughs> let me rephrase that question was anybody else alive in the 90s yeah that, that was like my parents favorite show like i've seen every single episode multiple times i probably have too that show was surprisingly huge like it was there was a time where it was the number one show on tv and that was uh what post seinfeld <laughs> pre-seinfeld maybe uh, yeah it must have i don't know but it was and it was huge and popular yeah, pre- so pre-seinfeld yeah uh, yeah that was sort of like because oh, yeah. when that show ended they were like people were predicting that like the four camera sitcoms were going to sort of like go away and then like fr- like seinfeld and then friends came around and sort of rebooted that but they were heading towards more like uh, we like were... the office style like the the single cams yeah so close to avoiding friends and seinfeld <laughs> right. <laughs> almost there almost yeah. uh but the screenplay for this movie comes from bruce a evans and reynold gideon who are they steve okay they may sound familiar, babe, because they've done a couple uh, of our podcast episodes. Oh, no. Uh, you remember my mom's favorite movie, Starman? Yeah. That was the first movie they wrote. Oh, wow. My. And then followed it up with Stand By Me. Oh. Then one of my one of my movies I can't believe we haven't done on the podcast yet, Cuffs. Yeah. Remember Christian Slater? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cutthroat Island, another episode we've yeah. done. Yeah. And underrated right best pirate movie of the last 50 years that's a bold statement it, it's a true one though i'll take it no. i don't know and, muppet treasure island is very oh, highly regarded shit, you got a point there <laughs> and, and, okay and they also did a movie that i remember being pretty good haven't checked it out again since mr brooks the little kevin costner is, oh. is he a serial killer kind of movie yeah I love those movies where you don't really know. Like, I love a good, like, untrustworthy protagonist. I love a, like, hmm, is this horror or is this just, like, mental illness or is it both? (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Then, of course, Tim Allen as Michael Cromwell. Martin Short as Richard Kempster. Sam Huntington as Mimi Siku. Uh, Joe Beth Williams, Lily Sobieski. It's a, it's a it's a decent cast. Oh yeah, pretty yeah. much everybody in this. You'll be like, I've seen that guy in something. Yeah. I've seen that gal in something. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. Man. <laughs> you didn't even mention my favorite. David Ogden Steers shows up as the Russian guy. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Winchester from Mash is playing a Russian mafia guy. It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I was when I was watching. I was like, "Is that Rob Reiner?" No, no, it's David. What the guy from Mash? <laughs> For everybody listening, pray that your favorite actor gets to play a villain, because those really always become like their best roles. Like, because a villain, like especially in something that's a little bit comedic, you can just go full blown over the top. Peter Pan. Nobody, any of the iterations of Peter Pan. Nobody's favorite character is Peter Pan. Hook. It's, it's all Hook. about Hook. Right. That's right. That's right, Mario. It's all about Hook. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sh- shout out to Superiority Complex. <laughs> Maybe joining us next week to talk his favorite movie, Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you tell me that there's any bad Blofelds? Uh, 
I mean, I mean, when the worst Blofeld is Christoph Waltz, that's a, right? that's a pretty decent... <laughs> that's a really, really high list. Don't you remember? I was your brother the whole time. What? <laughs> and Fuck that was... you, movie. Maybe coming soon. <laughs> that wasn't Christoph Waltz's fault. No, He no, no, did no. an excellent job with the shit that was handed to him. Like many Christoph Waltz movies. I know. Uh, Legend of Tarzan. He's really, really not been utilized like to his full extreme except for by like tarantino yeah yeah well there's still time <laughs> uh so jake did you watch this on disney plus like the rest of us yes i did yep excellent no i went out and thought i'd buy it because i thought who doesn't need this gem in their collection <laughs> you, you didn't dust off the old vhs pop it no. in and... <laughs> no 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 I was... he's a betamax guy or nothing yeah, Come on, that's right betamax or die um no i watched it on disney plus i was grateful it was there Excellent. Uh, yeah, we were too. I was like, oh good, we already own this one. <laughs> or we have it streaming for free. Awesome. Guys, spoiler, I still don't hate this movie. Yeah, it, it, it's alright. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. It but... had plenty of opportunities to be so much worse and so much more problematic that it didn't oh. take, and I appreciate the restraint. <laughs> it's true. But, you know, it, when we're doing Tarzan Month, you know, Welcome to the Jungle, I mean, it, it fits right in. Oh, Yeah. Gonna take the yep. uh, the boy raised in the jungle to the big city. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, it works perfectly. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and on that note, we start off in the jungle yeah. to see a a young boy with I don't know Peter Frampton hair uh, <laughs> going through <laughs> the, canoeing <laughs> down the river. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to him free soloing the face of a mountain. <laughs> right. Yep. Oh man. And then uh, yeah, he gets to the top, and there's like uh, it, it was like a cemetery or something, right? Like it was like a it was like a temple, like an abandoned temple. Yeah. Oh, was it? oh okay. Some oh, kind of holy something site. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. he's there. He's like you know uh, kneeling, you know, praying or whatever. And then he stands up and just gives out a mighty. Ah! <laughs> like, I expect him to yell out Drago or something like it's Rocky <laughs> Four. Hold on. Yeah, and it, yeah, just this scream. It was the weirdest thing. Just, it was awesome. Yeah, yep. good start. Good thing, start. Like, right? I saw that scene and I was immediately like, well, that kid's a man now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have be. any of you guys oh. free soloed like a hundred stories up? But he's not quite a man yet. <gasps> oh, man. We're going to find out. <laughs> I was waiting like, ooh, where's where's this going? A movie, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then we uh, smash cut over to the New York Stock Stock Exchange. Of course, why not? Yeah, the concrete uh, jungle. That's the right. second jungle, right? You got jungle, two jungle, two jungles. There it is, the second one. <laughs> Many jungles. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we see Tim Allen and Martin Short. They're bidding on coffee or something. Um, and then we get yeah a whole bunch of exposition as they're like walking away. He's like, oh yeah, I'm marrying Charlotte in 30 days, so I gotta get this divorce taken care of. And I'm like, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So before we watch this, Steve and I had a long conversation because it's been since the last millennium since either of us have seen this movie yeah. <laughs> because we're ancient. And Steve was like, yeah, no, the mom's dead. And I'm like, no, I think they're getting a divorce. No, I'm pretty sure the mom's dead pretty sure it's a divorce like we had a full-on debate about this <laughs> yeah Be before i watched it again i would have been agreeing with steve i thought that uh she was dead as well yeah. it, it, in our defense it was on disney right so right. I mean, I there's only it's a like disney a movie chance 
The fact that both his parents are alive throughout is kind of weird. Right? They must have adopted him. Nobody nobody has Disney disease? We don't talk about divorce in the Disney universe. Like, how weird would it be if it turned out Cinderella's mom just divorced her dad, left her, and, like, moved to Florida? That would be weird. That would be odd. Cinderella 2, the trip to Miami. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? I'm an exotic dancer now. (laughs) Have you tried math? Uh, so yeah, so uh, they fly out to uh, Caracas. Where? Okay, Caracas is that in Bolivia? Venezuela. Venezuela. Ah, all right. So yeah, so they fly out to Venezuela to, uh, I guess, meet up with his uh, ex-wife, who's living, uh, you know, amongst the the jungle tribe there. Uh, right. To the little town of Lipo Lipo, or is that wait? Is that who's yeah that? Lipo. Lipo Lipo? I don't... Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So nice they named it twice. Yeah. I love it. That's right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he get uh, they get there, and he's, uh, you know, obviously, you know, big New York uh, stock exchange guy. He's just like, oh, yeah, this is exactly... I'm going to fit right in uh, to extra luggage. Definitely not wearing a suit in the middle of the jungle, sweating my nuts off. No, none of that, none of that no. humor here. <laughs> nope. No, he came prepared. Dressed in jungle gear, fatigues, all of that. Yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> he, he looked like he was about to uh, try to last 21 days and naked and afraid. It was just him. <laughs> him and a machete. Not even a loincloth, just the bag. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, now, and and here's the thing, like, I don't know, Tim Allen in a suit sort of looks like when you put a raincoat on a dog. Like, <laughs> he didn't look comfortable, even though, like, what? this is supposed to be just, like, the only clothes he owns. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think part of that is it was the 90s and suits were just cut differently in the 90s. Everything was a little baggier and bigger and but yeah, it looked like he was wearing his dad's suit. Yeah, that that was definitely the fashion in the 90s and I was it, you know, I never had that problem cuz you know, I'm 7 feet tall basically. But <laughs> it was like, hey, yeah, I wore my dad's suit when I was 12 and it fit nicely. But <laughs> But but yeah, most people is like you know the, like the the sleeves it's, it's the are too ple- long. It's the pleated pants. Oh, like they yeah. went from like the yeah. really high billowy ones in the eighties to like they're getting a little bit more fitted. But like pleated pants, like we've just come out of twenty years of like the uh, the opposite of it. Looks like a dad borrowed his kid's suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Good old skinny jeans. Yeah. yeah, the 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 pleated pants and the uh, the double breasted suit jacket, I think, is what really does it. Yeah. And the suspenders don't. Yes, the suspenders are great. Well, but that's how you know he's real classy, though, because he's wearing suspenders in the jungle. Like, that's high class right there. Oh, he's got the stocking garters, too. You know it. Like, you never (laughs) see them, but you know he's got them. (laughs) Underneath, you know they're there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the men's ones, like, that go around your calf or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just over the calf muscle. I mean, wait, what? No, I've never heard of those. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, the ladies go tenderly around our thighs. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so he pulls up. uh, He's looking for his ex-wife. She's delivering a litter of piglets. Yeah. And uh, while he's trying to... make a couple of pig jokes about her heavyset assistant. Oh, yeah. 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 Good stuff there. (laughs) 
Um, and while he's, you know, just trying to get a signature from the woman who I, I thought, I figured he would have divorced 15, 20 years ago. If they well, he, he was trying other. to get her to go back to the city because they got to get it like notarized. Oh, that's right. That's right. So he's like, yeah. here, get in my canoe. And you got like, come I, with me. I can't. I'm so busy. And I'm the only one that can deliver piglets. It's like, uh, okay, I doubt it. But... Even though this pig seems I, I to think, be doing yeah. just fine on her own. Yeah, I think most pigs just kind of deliver their piglets on their own a lot yeah, of times. I don't know how much she really needs to help. I'm not an expert, though. I've never delivered piglets, I'll be honest. I've delivered lots of other farm animals. I haven't delivered piglets. You do want to keep an eye on them, because uh, sometimes you do have to, like, assist. In fact, there's a little tiny lasso called a piglet puller that you Ooh. can wrap around them inside and help yank them out. Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> this this all of a sudden became very informative on the whole. <laughs> See, that's why we can't see think piglets. <laughs> I grew up on a farm. I've I've had my hands inside of a lot of animals. Yeah. There you like go. <laughs> anyway, while we're uh, trying to do this, uh, the boatman that brought uh, Tim Allen out, he just leaves because, you know, he had another appointment. He's like, I don't have time for this shit either. See you in a couple days. And <laughs> uh, but it's OK because, you know, uh, I, I'm just going to call him Tim Allen. I know his name's like. Michael or yeah, yeah. Michael. like that, but he's, he's Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Let's be real, <laughs> right? <laughs> he plays the same character in everything he's in, so <laughs> he plays oh, Tim I Allen. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it's okay. He can stay with the bachelors, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're a bunch of happening dudes. Uh, I kind of love the bachelors. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. Like a nice little scene where, like, I guess, like, for dinner, they eat bat bladders, because that sounds like a thing you would do. Right. Yeah. Well, they had the bats the night before, so. Oh, oh, so it was, like, leftovers. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was leftovers. Yeah. That's what you give a guest who's showed up in the jungle, is leftover it, bat bladders. Well, guys, it's, it's like... A delicacy. It's, it's like when you yeah. order broccoli beef, and the second day it's just all broccoli, because you picked all the beef out the night before. Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Just broccoli that's, and sauce. <laughs> that's the point that I put it in the garbage can, though. I don't typically eat it. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, uh, the, the broccoli must have expired. It's definitely gone yeah, bad. It looks <laughs> rotten. I'm just putting it in the I mean, garbage. I mean, I mean, look, it's even turning brown. Isn't that the sauce? Nope, nope, nope. nope. Not, not worth it. <laughs> look how green that broccoli is. Not natural. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, we get a whole bunch of back and forth between Tim and his ex-wife where it's like, why did you leave? Like, I left because of the fifth phone line. Okay. You never paid attention. And you know I wanted to do this. Oh, by the way, you have a son. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. She just drops that in there all casual. Like, yeah, I, I, I have written about five times in my notes here. The mom is the worst. I kept wanting to call her Lori because I kept thinking she was going to ask them if they'd ever if they'd seen Carl in a while. Uh, good old Walking Dead reference. <laughs> like the first two seasons. Spoiler alert: she's been dead for years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now I don't uh, need to watch it. I know she dies. So. <laughs> well, there's like 15 years after she dies. I think so. Fair enough. Yeah, the first two, two and a half, maybe three seasons of Walking Dead is. Oh my god, we survived the zombie apocalypse, and I thought my husband was dead, but it turns out he was alive, but I've been sleeping with his old partner, because uh, we escaped the apocalypse together. Has anybody seen my son? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> That's some good storytelling right there. 
<laughs> and it lasts three seasons. <laughs> oh my god! It's, a, it's like season one, just in the streets of uh, Atlanta or whatever. Season two, oh, the fir- they're the at first, a prison. The first season, season three, at a farm. The first season, I fucking loved. Like, yeah, I, it uh, was great. They pulled out the drama, and then yeah, then it just became too much like family drama and. Like, seriously got to a point where it was like, no, nobody's seen Carl. He's dead. Just kill this fucker <laughs> off. So speaking of dead kids, no. Uh, <laughs> speaking so of yeah. kids you want dead. Yes. Yeah. So we find out uh, Tim Allen and his ex-wife uh, have a, what, 13-year-old son, Mimi Siku. Oh, he boy. He named himself, as is true in the tribe. Oh, really? right. What does, it, what does it mean? It oh, my gosh. It roughly translates to cat piss. You you named our son Cat Piss? He named himself and he was six. You allowed our son to name himself Packet? Look, Cat look, Piss? Look, he's your kid. He's always right. Nobody can tell him wrong. And he's a hit with the ladies. Well, I would name myself a man who is well endowed. Oh, yeah. that guy's already taken it. But that's a joke for later in the movie. Yeah, that was actually one of the funnier <laughs> jokes. His pan over, he got like four girls around him. He's like, hello. <laughs> I do like, though, that they set this rule that everybody in the tribe names themselves, except yeah. for Tim Allen, who isn't allowed to name himself. Yeah, they name him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good old baboon. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, after a night hanging out with the bachelors and hearing them fart throughout the night, like, ah, oh, lay off the fruit. <laughs> Which is, to me, feels like the most bachelory thing. Like, oh, if there's just a... <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. When you guys are bachelors, if you're just hanging out in hammocks with the rest of the bachelors, tell me that isn't just going to become a fart party. Oh, yeah. Usually a contest. <laughs> right. Listen, it's, all fun and games. it's a competitive party. <laughs> it's all fun and games till somebody shuts themselves. <laughs> I don't I don't know why you think it stops at bachelorhood. Like, <laughs> if I get together with married friends and it's just the guys, we're still going to do that. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, that's true. But, uh... <laughs> Okay, so, and then the mom's saying a bunch of stuff like, hey, you should really talk to your son, blah, blah, blah. And then the first couple conversations they have, it's Tim Allen talking to him, and then Mimi Siku's like, like, shaking his head like he doesn't speak English. And so it's like, okay, mom, this is where you be the interpreter, or, as we find out, drop the knowledge that, oh, he knows English, he's just fucking with you. Yeah, but, like, like as far as we know, we're like, okay, so this kid speaks no English, and mom's just like, go talk to him. Yeah. Just, you know, whatever. You got this. Just go bond. It's fine. Now, if you excuse me, I have some bladders for to extract from bats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, babe, how do you show affection in this tribe? <gasps> you give a pot to the yeah. girl you're going to marry. <laughs> yeah, give a lady some pot. She's yours. Woo! But... I prefer cast iron. No, actually, that's a lie. I don't. I cook way too many tomatoes to cook <laughs> yeah. cast iron. <laughs> No, but seriously, guys, people, stop giving me cast iron pots. We, like, have, like, 12 of them. And <laughs> as said, I cook way too many tomatoes to cook in cast iron, so they're sitting in our back room waiting for me to do literally anything with them. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, yeah, so the next day they, like, spend some, you know, father-son time. They go, like, canoeing down the river. And, it, again, it starts out with Tim Allen just like, so, uh, what, what, uh, what, what, what do you do for fun out here? Just, like... You know, yeah, he's like splashes yeah. in the water like uh, taco, taco. Yeah, <laughs> like no, no, it's called water. And I'm just like, oh god, let this scene end. <laughs> and, then, and then eventually, what? Mimi Siku is just like baboon. No, that's a monkey. No, you, you are the baboon. 
<laughs> yeah. What? Oh, what? <laughs> you, you speak, wait, you you speak English? <laughs> <laughs> Only learned from Three Stooges movies. Yeah, I was I was expecting a line like that to come up, but <laughs> yeah. Hey, I had a coworker who learned all of her English from soap operas. Yeah. And she was a receptionist and did a wonderful job. You should hear her gasp. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. You be really candy like she was like, oh <gasps> <laughs> Okay. So um yeah, so we have a scene where he like, you know, pulls out his uh his trusty blow dart and blow darts a snake and saves yeah. Tim Allen and then they eat it. And it's like, yeah, of course. Awesome. Yeah. I love that scene because of the great slow motion effects they use as he's killing the snake. Like, for whatever reason, that's got to be in some really weird slow motion. It was it's awesome. The, it's the digitized slow motion. They shot it at regular speed, and then they slowed it down because somebody in editing thought, this is a great place for it, and it never looks right because you don't have enough yeah. frames. Yeah. It looks awful. Yeah. <laughs> and bad. Yeah. It looks like a student project. So... <laughs> That's director uh, John Pasquin. Oh, no, anyway. <laughs> so we got a thing like, oh, yeah, you're from New York. You know about the Statue of Liberty? Or as we call it, uh, lady that holds fire up the sky's butt or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, that's a good one. I'll, I'll allow that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to refer to the Statue of Liberty in any other way now. Like, that's that's it. That's how I'm going to describe yeah. it to people. That That's all I've got. I'm sure they got you the know, t-shirts in the gift shop. So Yeah. You know, all the people that have never heard of the Statue of Liberty that I have to describe it to, that's what I'm going to describe it as now. <laughs> oh, okay. And yeah, this is where everybody's saying like, ooh, when I become a man, would you take me to New York? And he's like, uh, yeah, sure, sure, buddy. Yeah, when, when, when that happens in, I don't know, five to ten years. Uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, no, it's happening tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. And I did not see that twist coming when they made that promise. I had, I mean, that just totally shocked me that the next right. thing would be his manhood ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I feel like the mom should have like mentioned this, like, Hey, you're going to be here in time for oh. your, your son's manhood party. Well, okay. No, no. Like I, I can forgive that. Like she, you know, like, Oh yeah, this is just an average thing, whatever. It's going to be great. What happens later, though, when after the ceremony, when he's like, I'm a man now, so you got to take me to New York. You promised. And she's like, you promised him you take him to New York. You'd better take him to New York. I'm like, well, I didn't know he was becoming a man at the age of 13 tonight. I I got shit to do. Look, By the way, come get this paper sign. I never have to see you again. Right. I don't know. That, that, that might just be me. But <laughs> Yeah. Um... But I don't have the affection for Joe Beth, Joe Beth Williams that Tim Allen does. Apparently not. He yeah. never stopped loving her, you know, as soon as he finally realized she had left. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was that little, like, how long was I gone before you noticed? And he was just like, look, that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm guessing at least three months. Right? <laughs> like, she, she was already in Venezuela with the uh, tribe and everything settled in. I'm already working on my second grant. Mimi Siku was Mimi Siku was already two years old. I mean, that's when he finally noticed what she was what's gone. What's that noise in the background? Uh, it's a, a, definitely not my baby. Anyway, bye. <laughs> oh, and also that's right. Um, he does decide he's going to take him to New York, but the chief gives him, uh, you know, to I guess officially become a man. He has to bring back the fire from the Statue of Liberty, and the mom is totally like, "If you don't allow him to do this, he'll never become a man." I'm like. Bitch, you know that fire is fake, right? Yeah, like, she knows it's not real. 
So what's he supposed to really bring back? And and it's good because what this movie needed was another plot thread because there's not enough throughout the movie. So we needed another thing that he had to do and accomplish. So it's good. Yeah, there's there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we, we haven't even mentioned uh, Mitaku. Oh, his, his pet. His pet spider that gets introduced and, I don't know, becomes a character so large he should be getting fourth billing in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally large. It's a Goliath man-eating spider. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not a spider fan. I appreciate what they do for the world, but no. Spider fan. Spider no. fan. No. Yeah. Like, I'm glad it's there, but I don't like spiders. I'd never have one as a pet. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially one that large. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they fly to New York. Oh, that's right. Uh, 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 speaking of plot threads, um, I guess while being a day trader, um, <laughs> when he's traveling to Venezuela or whatever, he had bought a bunch of those coffee things in that opening scene. And then it was right. trying to sell them at like 97 and a half or whatever. But now they've like, I guess he didn't triple confirm on his. Yeah. He didn't you know, confirm the transmission. Are. Yeah. Yeah. But, and so now it's like dropped down to like the thirties or something. And so I'm like, Oh no, we've lost millions of dollars. Ah, why didn't you do it? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. Why didn't you do it? You're in Venezuela. He's in Venezuela. Don't rely on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's the life, I guess. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. His boss is pissed, and of course the spider uh, Mitaku gets loose in there, and you know hijinks ensue when they try to get the spider out without him noticing. <laughs> oh, no. and, right. Yeah. I don't know why the first stop when they get like off the airplane is not to get clothes for Mimisiku. Why do right? they keep him in the loincloth for so long? <laughs> yeah. It's like a week of him just like no clothes, and then they finally like, oh, maybe we should get him some jeans and a t-shirt or something. Yeah, not only to take him to work, he then takes him to his apartment to meet his fiance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While she's doing a photo shoot with, uh, okay, so we just started watching Star Trek Enterprise. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so when uh, Lieutenant Reed or whatever yes. is like, got the bleach blonde hair and he's like, oh, I should be, show me love, show me love. And I'm like, I'm a what photographer and I'm a videographer now. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, is it this failed career that forces him into space? <laughs> That's what gets him in the space program. It works out. Good for him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh oh oh, and then okay, and then Mimi Siku meets Martin Short's daughter, Lily Sobieski. Woo! <laughs> and yeah. I I really do appreciate that the the mutual interest. Like a lot of times, this is just like, oh, the guy is in love with the girl, and then she just gives in or whatever. She's sort of like, oh, he's like he's kind of cute. Who is this? Oh, he's from another country. That's so cool. Like they actually yeah. gave her personality. Not he just... doesn't like wearing pants either. That's so me. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and and yeah, and later building off of that, and we're not there yet, but she advances on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she makes the moves, and I I, I just appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah, lady, she knows don't what be she wants. to make the first move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some way, of us guys need that. Like, it's it true. helps. Yeah. It's true. I mean, last I heard, Steve still wasn't looking for anything serious. Still true. <laughs> we've been married for coming up on five years. In yeah. fact, when I brought it up the other night that I might be looking for something serious, he left the room and went and ate ice cream upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave you to think about what you just said. <laughs> 
didn't say anything. You just went upstairs and got ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's true. <sighs> uh, so yeah, so they finally clothe the young man um, in time for dinner. Um, and I get... can you say Jordash? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a time capsule, that's for sure. <laughs> I believe at this point it's a period piece. Because yeah, women because it. it has women in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but... <laughs> that, that joke never gets old, babe. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, speaking of period piece, uh, they're having dinner that night with L Magazine. Oh, and I'm like, okay, why is Tim Allen there, and why is the child there? They don't need yeah. to be there. No. Because the, 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 the L is there to celebrate uh, the upcoming nuptials. They're oh, going to have God, a whole feature. Right. And they're doing the whole video about it. And I don't eat any preservatives. And I don't eat any meat. And I don't eat any vegetables. No, they're they're really there so somebody can be shocked when he eats the cat food. That's why they're really there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, then Mimi Siku goes out on the balcony. We got another joke I, I laugh solidly for when somebody goes, Oh my god, he's doing a Fay Ray. <laughs> <laughs> One of the the production guys that follows the fiance around. (laughs) Yep. And for those of you out there who didn't get it, it's a King Kong joke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Having just (laughs) having uh, watched a lot of King Kong movies because you know eight movies, it's what we do. Having the poster over your head right now. Yeah, yeah, literally have that. (laughs) And then we also watched uh, King Kung Fu, where. uh, What, wasn't her name like Ray Faye or Faye. something like that? Ray yeah. Faye. That's awesome. By the way, guys, King Kung Fu has no right to be as good as it is. Absolutely Save no right Save it for whatsoever. April. But go oh, find man. it. Go find it. It's... <laughs> April. Like, is that like all the way till next year? You've already got it planned yep. out. You're ready to go. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, we got to plan yeah, out. Yeah, if we if we were doing year of the character twenty twenty one, we would have done it this past April. Yeah, we, we've done we've done April in the past as well as Monk May. That's right. <laughs> uh, we've done a lot of eight movies, a lot of eight movies, and a lot of bear movies. Yeah, and we haven't drained that well yet. Yeah, nor the uh, Nicolas Cage or Jean Claude movies. And guess yep. what? They keep making them. Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Nick August Cage. That's right. <laughs> oh, was that one? Uh, Jean Claude Van January. Yes, <laughs> that one too. We also did that one. Some of them are stretches. All right. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all winners, but that one, you know, it's all right. We'll let look, that one go. Look, we're only so clever, guys. <laughs> they all can't. They all can't be the 007th month. <laughs> Or February, the shortest month. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> With uh, <laughs> little people movies. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. I was We've especially proud of that one. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like a Martin short month, but no. No. no you went no, for it. No. All right. No, no. Hey, how else are we going to squeeze tiptoes in? <laughs> Fair enough. I'm a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey and Academy Award winner Gary Oldman in the movie they both will not talk to you about. <laughs> and then David Allen Greer for some reason. Kate Beckinsale, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage is a French anarchist. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. tiptoe. Oh, and Kate Beckinsale's hat. That oh, deserves God. its own goddamn credits. <laughs> I mean, that's why she insisted on wearing it, I guess. Um, she wasn't going to do the movie if she couldn't wear the hat. 
<laughs> that was one of the fun facts. Oh God, we could have gotten a real actress. No. Uh, <laughs> where were we? Oh, yeah, we get a nice little scene where, like, after dinner, uh, Tim Allen uh, is messing around with the blow dart and accidentally shoots himself in the foot. <laughs> and then you like see Misiku put the blanket over him. It's yeah. a nice little tender moment. And he's completely, like, bent over. Tim Allen's going to be dead by morning, Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, he's, like, total, like, like in a position, like, when he wakes up, he's going to need, like, hernia surgery or something. Right? Oh, and he's still wearing his, like, high-waisted pleated pants and belts and suspenders. Oh, and... see, the suspenders will actually probably help with that. Like, the little, oh, true, true. Uh, yeah. little resistance. And... Yeah. yeah, it was probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, cut to the next morning. And uh, Mimi Siku uh, <laughs> blow darts a, or no, he bow and arrows, like, it shoots an yeah. arrow and hits a pigeon in front of a lady who, who's I, feeding the pigeons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we find out, oh, Matika, he's oh. missing. Oh, no. Matika. Yes. Oh, and Tim Allen's left the room or left to go to work. Yeah, yeah. He's got to right. go because, oh, because when he was uh, in Venezuela, he told his buddy to uh, to sell the coffee futures and he didn't know they're worth like half what they were. Yeah, right. And by the way, Steve did the math. And if what they oh. were saying is true, they had a, they were doing that, with a lot more that, money than they were talking about. That's coming up later. Yeah. That's coming up yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, eventually he's looking around for, uh, 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 he, um, Mimi Siku's looking around for Matika, um, and he finds her in, uh, Charlotte's room as she yes. wakes up, ah, scantily clad, and he goes, nice poochie poochie. Yeah. And that's the last poochie poochie you'll ever see. That's right. <gasps> no, not the poochie poochie. <laughs> Wait, Lily Sobieski's still in this movie. Eh? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> why, why did he leave him with... With Charlie, Charlotte, whatever her name is, who has like Look. zero skills at all with kids, I would imagine. There's nothing. Was, guys, guys, I, I can explain this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hanging out with those bachelors in Venezuela again, he realized, you know what? I, I'm a lone wolf, man. I, I, I don't need these <laughs> girls around. He's trying to chase off Charlotte and try and chase off the ex-wife. No, no, it's because okay. he's not thinking about anybody else but himself. Well, and well, he is thinking about other people. He's thinking about his boss, who's going to fire him right. because he spent all their clients' money on coffee and didn't sell it in time. Because we all know that in the '90s, coffee wasn't worth anything. Yeah. Just ask Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks wasn't around yeah. on every corner, right? <laughs> yeah, that's only been since the turn of the century, really. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two thousand three, I think. The, you know, the, that's the when coffee really yeah. caught on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh so charlotte ends up getting trapped in the bathroom because the spider's still loose but yeah you know, whatever and mimisiko decides to leave without finding his spider yep just to go uh go uh montaging through new york you know yeah. going down wall street still wearing uh, his full eye makeup and headband but yep. wearing his yeah. trash clothes yeah yeah uh, oh yeah, he gives like a dead pigeon to a homeless man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. Hey, like, hey, can you spare some change for some food? Here you go. Eat. Yeah. <laughs> Just eat this bird. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, oh we get this the song by Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve Bostic. was so excited. <laughs> and then Mimi Siku starts climbing the Statue of Liberty. Yes. And I'm like, wait, isn't this the climax of the movie we're watching right now? I mean, really? You would think. You would think. But nope. There's a lot more coming. Guys, do you, do you remember when you could be in the uh, Statue of Liberty? And not just as a Ghostbuster? Ghostbuster! 
I've never been in New York. <laughs> yeah, I've never been there, so I don't know. Oh well, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure for some reason since 2001, you really can't be in there. Oh, uh, I, I forget oh, okay. exactly why. I wonder what happened there? Yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah, actually, I on forget, the Statue though. of Liberty, I pulled up some fun facts because <laughs> oh. I've never been to New York except for uh, I drove through Niagara and Buffalo once. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if that counts. But, uh, so there was never fire in the torch. Um, well, yeah. There was a, uh, like a stained glass and copper torch, but that was taken down in uh, 1916 due to the Black Tom explosion, which was the largest act of sabotage on our nation's soil until uh, Pearl Harbor. Wow. Oh. Yeah, and then right. uh, now it's got a 14-karat gold-plated uh, torch. Torch. Nice. Does it have when, because uh, for a while you could like actually walk up to the torch and The stuff, torch was but... closed in, uh, in 1916 as well after the oh, explosion. Oh, okay. I, I didn't yeah. know if it was yeah. like the 70s or something, but okay. Yeah, let's see. Nice. The current torch was placed there in 1986. Um, uh, yeah, when they decided to like upgrade the one that they replaced that got blown up. <laughs> <laughs> it only took him 70 years <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> makes sense yeah so, uh, apparently the statue of liberty gets struck by lightning on a regular basis oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah i'm sure that happens yeah sure ghostbusters <laughs> all right uh there is pedestal monument and crown access but you have to make special reservations oh, oh interesting so you you can yeah. go up into the crown still, but you have to make special reservations. Apparently, at this time, possibly due to COVID regulations or I don't know other things that have happened in New York since. Uh, basically, the boats just drive by. Oh. I'm sure if Harry and Meghan wanted to be up in the crown, they could. Uh, oh yeah, they could make it happen. Well, especially yeah. since their new baby's going to be our American-born, so therefore can be yeah. the a future president. Uh, it's or, it's uh, good uh, future king. Well, probably not. I was going to say, oh, getting both? up in the... Oh, my God. Yeah. Watch out, Britain. We're coming yeah. for you. Yeah, they've been playing the long con. That's right. <laughs> Watch I, your ass, I, I George. Don't know. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, the crown of the Statue of Liberty is probably the closest that they're going to get to the crown, so it's fine. <laughs> Look, so like, enjoy isn't it. it like 45 to be president? we got 45 years to worry about the yeah. future merging that could happen. <laughs> Still would not be the worst president we've ever had. Just yeah, with, saying. With Vice President The Rock, the, that, that, that's the power team right there. Oh, it's going to be The Rock's <laughs> daughter. Come on. The Pebble. <laughs> the Pebble. <laughs> How did you know that that's what she goes by? But when she's in fight mode, it's gravel. That's right. <laughs> uh, so what happens? Oh, yeah, of course, uh, because he's climbing, you know, again, free soloing the Statue of Liberty. Uh, the police are called in. And uh, Tim Allen's like, oh, man, uh, how could you do this? How could you go see New York without me just because I pay you no attention and you're a child in the big city? And uh, we learn the meaning of the word obligated. Yep. Uh, Jake, what does obligated mean? It means something you have to do, but you don't want to do. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like that's not what the word obligated means. I mean, it's what people like turn it into, but. Yeah. It's it's what he says it means in the movie. Yep, and nobody. Why would Tim lied. Allen lie to me? Tim Allen wouldn't lie. He's Not America's dad. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then uh, but then Tim Allen uses the word obligated. And was like, why did you even bring me to New York? I was obligated to bring you. <gasps> 
and then it starts running through the streets of New York, and I kind of wanted him to get hit by a taxi. I'm right? not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Didn't happen. Uh, yeah. By the way, sorry, we were talking about Tim Allen being uh, America's dad there for a second. Um, I don't know if you guys know this or not. I had to look up the date because I couldn't remember. But uh, in 78, Tim Allen was arrested. Oh, yeah. For possession of 1.43 pounds of cocaine. And how long did he serve? Like five years or something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, luckily he's the only America's dad to have such a record and wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a rabbit hole. Oh boy. Um, so yeah, so he catches up with Mimi Siku and like, oh, you're, you're a child. You're an adolescent. No, I'm a man. And <laughs> yep. like, fine, man, let me take you to the fish market to meet a buyer for the, these, this coffee that I have. Wait, what? Okay, cool. We're doing that now. Yeah. So they go to the fish market to meet the king of caviar. And uh, yeah, there's a whole scene with the like, ring the bell once, knock twice, ring it three times. But they, of course, can't get it right because they're idiots. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And they're terrified because the one guy lost his fingers because he rang four times or something. Well, that was the joke, but yeah, yeah, basically cross the Russian mob. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're basically selling the, these coffee beans to the Russian mob. Yeah. And, uh, basically they, they want to guarantee that the price will not drop below 75 cents a pound. And I guess like they, they're buying it at, uh, 85. Yeah. 85. Yeah. And how much coffee are they buying, you might ask? Well, 5,100 <laughs> tons is uh, the amount that was told earlier in the movie. And at 85 cents a pound, any guesses how much that is, money-wise? A metric shit ton. It's a lot. I'm going to go with a lot. $8.67 million. Wow. And they only talk about $1 million $1 in this movie. And I'm like, that doesn't pictures. seem right. So yeah, I did the math well, and it's almost that's- nine. That's because carrying around a suitcase full of $1 million is believable through the streets of New York. But $8.7 million, I mean, that stretches That's, stretches the boundaries of believability, really. You're filling it like a brick truck with that or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Tim doesn't want to do the deal, and he walks away. But, of course, Martin Short, he's like, well, I kind of want the money. I didn't, sell the, I didn't sell the futures when they were at 97 cents a pound uh, and make us millions of dollars because you didn't give me the okay, but you specifically told me you didn't want to do it, so I'm going to do that anyway. Yep. Because, yep. Martin Short, you're the worst. Yeah, so then it's time for a dance number to perk everything up. So we go to Central Park, and they sing yeah. the song uh, that, <laughs> as far as I can tell, only has one lyric, and it's my life, I do what I want. It's yep. my life, I do what I want. Yeah. It's my life. I that, do it out. that is actually pretty spot on for how it sounded in the movie. Like oh, it's... that was a clip from the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. No, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> my goddamn songbird, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, <Sorry>. eventually... <laughs> it's not your fault, Jake. It's not your fault. <laughs> she's, she's working through it, okay? She's, eventually I... she'll realize... I've hit a nerve. I'm sorry. I came across an issue. (laughs) Am I a beautiful blue jay or am I a scrub jay? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> By the way, for anyone who doesn't know, on the Pacific Coast, we have these uh, beautiful scrub jays. They sort of look like a blue jay, but they have like more gray on them. And they sound like a 40-year-old like smoker hack. And I remember the very first time I think Steve ever like saw one and knew, like, like I pointed out, we were walking through the woods and it was beautiful. And he's like, oh, look at the blue jay. And I was like, oh, no, that's a scrub jay. And it started going, ah! And he's like, Jesus Christ, what happened to that bird? <laughs> was that the, uh, at the old apartment, the, the rape bird? It was at the Presidio. What, no, what? no, the, the rape bird was a uh, mockingbird. Oh, okay. That was mimicking <laughs> that... a woman screaming. Yeah. And would literally oh perch in Steve's windowsill and scream into his bedroom. Yep. And so we dubbed it the rape bird because it always, it sounded like someone's being raped in the window. And by the way, it's like on the second floor. <laughs> That's terrifying. So be careful walking through the Presidio in and <laughs> and San was there Francisco, for like I four guess. goddamn years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it had a nest. Be, being careful in the Presidio is like just good advice, generally yeah. speaking, I think. So Praise. it's pretty sound. Oh my God, you remember the scariest Santa after uh, SantaCon? Oh, Jesus, yeah. So so there's a, there's a drinking, I don't know, pub crawl that happens in San Francisco around Christmas yeah, called SantaCon, Santa where yeah. everybody puts on Santa suits and walks around and gets drunk and then pukes in the streets. It's lovely. Um, <laughs> the next morning after SantaCon, of course, you see, like, the guy dude bros passed out in the gutter. Not surprising. See a couple of, like, sexy Santa ladies sort of passed out in the gutter. Not yeah. surprising. Mm-hmm. We were on our way to work one morning and a guy who looked straight out of a serial killer yeah. movie like obviously it was silent night guy, deadly night part three like, or something like <laughs> shit on his face was wearing a tattered like obviously been discarded in the streets hit by a couple of cars he put on the santa suit and was just stumbling around and it was like the most horrifying thing i've ever seen and then yep. we drove back like 15 minutes later and it was just the santa just outfit, the santa like, outfit lying in the, in the grass the yeah <laughs> Like just Somehow on the sidewalk like, or whatever, and it was like that's more terrifying. He's just running yeah. around naked at that point. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, pulling a Mimi Seeker, you might say. <laughs> yeah, we we immediately got back to the apartment and like locked all the doors. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was smart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, eventually the guys get home and uh, save Charlotte in the bathroom because she's been trapped there for twenty hours. Right, because there's a huge spider. Oh, and by the way, they try and cover for that it's uh, Mimi Seeker's. Mimi Siku spider, like like they they're like oh we're squishing it yeah we're totally squishing it quiet it quiet it in the back room yeah that was weird like why would she not I mean she wasn't that dumb right like she could connect the no. dots that this giant spider came from I guess not but yeah I mean I think she is kind of supposed to be the uh, the, the the ditzy model or whatever right? yeah she's yeah. just sort of like the vapid fashion designer yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so she leaves because you know she's like, oh my god, I can't believe this, blah blah blah, and goes and hangs out with uh, what was the photographer's name, like Ian or whatever, uh, L- yeah. Lieutenant Reed from Enterprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I'm totally not gonna bang your your fiance when I'm done here. That's right. Her and her <laughs> uh, her her gay mafia that follows her around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then we get a nice little father son talk of like, why did mom leave you and. Why only one female? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. ooh, someone hasn't been watching Big Love like we have. <laughs> oh, the drama. <laughs> I just have written down, yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what Steve wants, more females uh, in this house. <laughs> yeah. Like like I want more pets. 
You know, the same yeah. babe. How many girls do you know who don't have any cats? Uh-huh. And we've already got three, so. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by the time this podcast comes out, we'll be babysitting uh, like five more. Yep, yep, it's true. <laughs> wow. So many cats in this house. You guys are really going to enjoy the room I lock you all in. <laughs> hey we've got we've got the space and the ability to we got a, a wonderful friend who is between houses like moving like she's got oh, secure yeah, yeah, places yeah. but just you know that you know sometimes it's like oh shit my lease ends and i have a week till right. the next lease starts so we're yeah. gonna be watching we're Including a Lycoy, a werewolf cat. Oh god, that one's gonna be here too. Yes, uh, where's the lead? So so weird. Guys, Google Lycoys. They're the weirdest looking thing. They're so great. And Worseline uh, is ridiculous. You think I might wake up in the middle of the night and see that thing running around the house? Yeah. Oh god damn it. <laughs> She's probably gonna go and pick fights with the Torty Terrors here. I hope your friend appreciates this. <laughs> well she knows how she she knows they make you uncomfortable. Uh, and she knows. That's why she's she's leaving up with you. Yeah. 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 (laughs) She knows they make you uncomfortable. That's why she asked you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, what happens from here? Oh, yeah. So Mimi Siku gets uh, left with Martin Short's family, the uh, hempsters. And I'm like, okay. Speaking of that's uh, a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you babysit my pet for me while I. What was Tim Allen even doing? Oh, uh, he was going to make it up to Charlie. They they were going to have yeah. a nice night alone. Oh, they were that's gonna right. going to go out and have that's a fancy right. brunch. Like, you know, he, he calls his friend and is like, hey, can you watch my son for a night so that I can make it up to my fiance? She's really upset. She spent See, the day in the bathroom being trapped by a Goliath bird-eating spider. <laughs> See, you're adding in a lot of details that the filmmakers did not add into the story. Because well, the, they just well, kind of show Allen up says, at the Kempsters. No, no, Tim like, Allen says, like, when he gets out of the bathroom, he's like, um, he, I, I'm going to go see if somebody can watch him tonight. We're going to have tonight alone. I'll take you to brunch tomorrow. Like, don't even worry about it. Because that's why then she gets really upset when the next day he he gets the emergency call we're about to get yeah, to yeah, and yeah. leaves. Yeah, she's sure. Like, but no, this is our time. But the phone call to, to the Kempsters, like, none of that. Ha- like, it, they just show up oh, at the yeah. Kempsters' house. It's just like, oh, we're here now. Like, it's weird. <laughs> It's yeah, like there's no segue, like, there's no transition. Happening? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but then, oh, the emergency happens. Oh, well, first I want to talk about the uh, the well-meaning super white lady wife. Oh, right. oh Hello, yeah. Hello, Siku. Are you from Africa? <laughs> <laughs> He's from Venezuela, mom. <laughs> so... My mom, this is how she talks to anybody that she thinks doesn't speak English very well, is exactly like yeah. she's talking to Mimi Siku, like yelling, yet yeah, they're not deaf, like speaking, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. yeah, and I get like slowing down, enunciating, but you don't have to scream at people. It's, yeah, yeah it's the like, you know that they don't have any like malice, but they don't have any education on it either. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we get a little, <laughs> little fun with that family back and forth. Yeah, and we get the house tour. They have the lovely indoor pond. Oh, yes. The fish, tank. fish tank with the fish. And, with the fish, which, yeah. by the way, they're like, oh, these are thousands of dollars. It's, they're electric blue cichlids. I used to yeah. sell these at Petco. They're eight bucks. They're, yeah, they're eight bucks a piece. So, yeah. Yeah. And there well, wasn't that many. Yeah. <laughs> and they weren't full grown. Those were all babies. Those were like fresh from the pet store. Oh. <gasps> So it was like veal. Yeah. Mm, very delicious. No. <laughs> well, what did they expect to, to happen, though? They gave him frozen fish, which is gross. 
Yeah. Oh, and fish he's... sticks are awful. But again, yeah. a well-meaning white lady. She's she's going to make her kid's favorite meal for this kid. And then oh, he makes guy... him a meal. It's fine. Oh, the very first time I introduced uh, a friend of mine from Bangladesh to meatloaf, he was terrified. <laughs> 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 I believe it was like, uh, hey, come over, I'll make meatloaf. And he's like, I do not think I want a loaf made of meat. This doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Okay, you've got a point. It's very good. <laughs> but it's good. Just trust us. It's fine. Trust me. Just put some barbecue sauce on it. Oh, and then he was going to bring me his favorite tea. And I'm like, ooh, Middle Eastern countries love their tea. That's like, what, like, I, like this is like studied in history. Yeah, you know what? Like the, the best tea in, or the his, his favorite tea from back home? Lipton. I was going to say it's probably Lipton. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Oh, boy. <laughs> But hey, then oh. you use the Lipton for the meatloaf. <laughs> Lipton meatloaf! Isn't that the... Oh no, it was the Lipton like, it's broth Lipton, or something, uh, right? Yeah, it's the Lipton uh, onion soup mix. That's right. The, ah. How you make the soup purier meatloaf. Hey. That's what they call it! Hey-o! Uh, so yeah, now we gotta put some conflict in here. Guys, guess what? Coffee Futures took a plunge. <gasps> Yep. The Russian mafia is pissed. Oh, and Mimisiku roasted dad's fish, and he th- there oh, was a yeah, whole yeah. mini plot around that. Yeah, yeah, he did eat the fish in the backyard. Well, the whole family did. The whole family ate him, yeah. Yeah, yeah they they, yeah. they left dad uh, his favorite one, Winky, his prize-winning fish. Yeah. Yeah. What competition are you putting a fish in to win a prize? Yeah, yeah that was there, those. There are aquarium society oh, competitions, guys. <laughs> Just like dog shows, they do have fish shows. Guys, get a life. I mean... <laughs> Steve, you took me to a beta show. I, I did. I didn't know there were going to be like blue me- or blue ribbons handed out or blue medals. Yeah, yeah they have like trophies and stuff. any kind of award. Yeah, look, anything a certificate of participation for God's sake. Anything that humans like think is pretty and fancy, they will have a competition for. Yeah, that's true. It's, yeah, I okay. used to competitively show guinea pigs. Okay. Oh, I, I thought you said pretty or different or interesting or. <laughs> That's not, that's not a guinea pig. They have cat shows. They have so, rat shows. Again, something... Anyway. <laughs> People are weird. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have plant shows. We went to an orchid show. Oh, we did. Hey, it was very fascinating, especially the bonsai section. All right. So anyway, uh, co- coffee plunges. <laughs> <laughs> coffee plunges. And uh, of course, so they don't get killed, uh, Tim Allen and Martin Short offer to buy back those uh those coffee certificates for a million dollars and that's when the math of like wait you're gonna just buy it back and have the certificates and eight million dollars fuck yeah well, no, guys you win give, they, they keep saying we're gonna give you your million dollars back yeah and then well, they're like, yeah, well they but that's that, at but... the the higher cost but you're gonna so lose generous. money yeah this isn't, this isn't gonna like jump up on me is it well we don't you know i, I don't know here here take your money back yeah Oh, that's right. Well, like while they're doing it, he's like cutting the caviar right out of the beluga tuna. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. and then having him try it. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, no, you cure. Yeah, you, well. you cure that before. You yeah, eat, but whatever. No, yeah, I can't imagine that it tastes good raw. <clears throat> Why not? I can't. <laughs> it's like sushi. Yeah, I guess. Uh, see so yeah, what happens first. Yeah, so they buy, buy back the certificates, and we get a nice little scene where, uh, oh yeah, this is where he's messing around with the blow dart and. Uh, it like ricochets and hits uh, hits his cat, or, or I guess Charlotte's cat. Yes. And then we get a nice little scene where he's trying to revive the comatose kitty. They give a little CPR, slap it around a little bit, and I'm like, uh, why? Just say it's napping. 
don't don't get the don't get your DNA all over that evidence. <laughs> yeah, just let the cat sleep. Cats sleep all the time. That's it's right. fine. Well, only like thirty-two hours a day, from what I understand. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's an easy alibi. Oh, the cat's just sleeping. Everybody's gonna believe it. It's fine. Right. That's right, cats. Remember that. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah. So then Mimi Siku uh, sneaks out in the middle of the night and goes to the river, and uh, he's like snagging fish, I guess to make up to Martin Shore because like, oh yeah, we ate all his fish. I'll get him some new ones. But then uh, the daughter follows him out there, and you know they have the uh, a nice little moment where he's you know <laughs> he's basically positioned behind her like he's teaching her how to golf or something. But it's yeah. snagging fish out of the river. Either either wow. golf or, or make pottery. One of those two. He's doing oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my <laughs> love. That'd be great. Uh, oh, then he starts putting the little uh, Polari, like the little tribal tats on her face or whatever. <laughs> and like, and then he gives her a name. Tats. He's just painting. Oh, that's right. He, what, what, what name to give her? It was it, it was like fish or something, but it was like Utumke or something like that. Uh, it was uh, Ukume. Ukume, yeah. Rain falling, the sound of rain falling on a. On or a was that it? Or yeah, yeah, something like that. And it's like, yep, secure. But again, the <laughs> tribe supposedly everybody picks their own name except for when it's convenient, and then they don't get to pick their own name when it's romantic or comical. Well, see, she said like, I don't know, you pick one for me. Yeah, so that's she did true. Ha- she handed that, it over. That's what we call consent. <laughs> consent is key. So that's right. Especially when immediately after that, get little kisses, mm-hmm. little teenage kisses, little tender kisses, and then uh, we cut to the morning where they're sleeping together in the hammock, and Martin Short sees it and loses his mind, oh. <laughs> as is appropriate. I just, just for the kids at home, they were literally just sleeping together, like sleeping in the same hammock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we didn't see any, like full yeah. thrusting. No, they, they no, were no. passed out in the hammock they're on top a, of yeah. each other. They're in a pretty tiny hammock. Obviously, they and, were post coitus, but you don't and see fully it. Closed. Like, it, it's it's pretty innocent. Yeah. Yeah. We, th- we then cut forward nine months. Oh, wait, no. No. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, <laughs> I got my notes crossed here. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then the next morning. Oh, guess what, guys? Coffee went back up. And uh, yep. Russian mob thinks they screwed them over and it's took to all their money. Cents. Yep. So uh, yeah, Martin Short calls Tim Allen. He's basically like, "We're screwed." And then uh, he tells the wife, "Like we're screwed. Quick, please get 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 out of here. We gotta go." Blah 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 blah. Oh, that's right. And the daughter's like throwing a fit or something. Yeah, she's the... like locked herself in the bedroom because he won't let her see Mimi Suku anymore. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> But then, ding dong, mobs at the front door, and uh, they want the they want the certificates. Well, oh, but right. but we got to have the comedic moment of when you know he's trying to break the door down, so Tim Allen decides oh, to help yeah. him. Yeah, and of course, and that's right when they open the door. It's when Mimi Siku opens yeah. the door. By the way, the the little brother here. Oh is yeah, like, I mentioned him. He kills it, and he's a perfect. Yeah, little he's brother. really good. He has just the right amount of, like, not interested and only interested in when things go wrong. Like, I don't know, I, I never had a little brother, I had a little sister, but th- this kid did a really good job of not being annoying, but also being, like, you you know he's the annoying little brother in that relationship, oh, yeah, but he's totally. not a shit kid in the movie. I knew I liked him when he says, Mimi Siku, that's a stupid name. 
And the mom says, well, he probably thinks that Andrew's a stupid name. Yeah, I agree with him. It is. Like, (laughs) it was awesome. I was like, this kid's cool. I like it. such a, like, nine-year-old boy response. (laughs) This guy's going to get laid in high school. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like a dig at mom at the exact same time. Oh, yeah, it was great. Stupid name. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so, yeah, Russian mob shows up and... uh, I love the rope him down, and they're like, rope him down. What is he talking? Oh yeah, t- tie him up. Basically, is what they mean. <laughs> uh, but they want the certificates and the robot. Uh, but Mimi Siku, he has a plan. Ooh. And he pulls out Matika. Yeah, oh, Matika killed the bad man. <laughs> no, no, just jumps on his back or whatever, and uh, yeah, the. Uh, the the main Russian mob guy, the David Ogden Steers guy, uh, yep. he's like, what 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 is on my back? <laughs> and yeah. then like, and, and then there's just a whole scene where like kids are getting tossed around, and the the Russian mob are like hitting each other with I don't know shovels or chairs or shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty awful. Oh yeah, he's... Tim Allen ends up uh, darting. Uh, the mom yes, <laughs> yes. Like, oh no <laughs> like all the grown-ups get taken out one way or another because yeah. she she gets started by tim allen martin short gets the pot to the head from uh from his daughter when she's trying to oh, hit one right. of the russian mafia guys oh yeah the one guy gets kicked in the balls of course you know yes <laughs> Papoon, when thumb no work we do this kick him in the balls yep Ooh, right in the sweets yeah <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so eventually, yeah, like, all the adults get knocked out, and the kids get the gun. And <laughs> it's like, okay. And the mob leaves at gunpoint, and I'm like, there's no way they'll ever come back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how the mob works. Mm-hmm. Gone forever. Time to get your affairs in order. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Mimi Siku, uh, you know, he says goodbye to the daughter. Or Karen. I finally written down her name's Karen, I think. Yes. Yep, Karen. And, uh, and they get a little kiss, and... And there's the drive to the airport, and wait, never mind, they're taking the ferry to Liberty Island? Uh, okay. Then he mentions something about failing the chief, and he's, it's like, yeah, because there's no fire up there. Remember when you climbed up there yeah. and it was, like, gold-plated? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yes. But well, we've we got to get... tie up that very important plot thread, though. Oh, yeah, because Eventually. Tim Allen pulls out a present, and it's... Statue of Liberty lighter. Perfect. Brings home the fire from the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And then we get a nice good old uh, pre-9-11 goodbye at the airport where there's a lot of like running and um, ex- oh yeah, uh, yeah, with the lighter and uh, uh, oh my god, there was something else about that was really like like there was explosives or something. <laughs> well, he yeah, well he like walks onto the plane with his bow and arrows, which That's I don't was, think yes. is really allowed anymore. Or yeah, ever was. Because this is all pre-9-11. But uh, also, he's got the, uh, the the silver suitcase full of electronics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's him. right. That's right. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, then, uh, yeah, go to the New York Stock Exchange, sell the coffee. Um, and then uh, Flag goes on his boss's head. So, then he pull, uh, Tim Allen pulls out the blow dart gun and nails him right in the back. <laughs> oh, hits, gets the fly and is like... <gasps> That means I can be a Polari a tribalman now. Yay! Uh, sorry, they mentioned that when they were saying goodbye at the airport. Right. Yeah. Then we uh, cut to the, the village in uh, in Venezuela. 
Uh, Lipo Lipo. That's right. That's right. Lipo Lipo. And uh, Mimi Siku gets a call on the cell phone. Wait, they just have a Father? cell phone lying around? What the hell? Yeah, it's the he he checks it, he he looks at it on the plane like Tim Allen gives yeah he yeah. gave it to him yeah he looks at it and he like starts to cry and yeah. then and then he keeps it charged every couple days yeah. with a it's it, it's got like a solar panel yeah yeah there we go um and then he's like hey I thought I'd come and see you is that cool it's like yeah sure when are you coming I don't know turn around <gasps> baboon baboon it's you and they run and they hug and he's like hey guess what I did. And he pulls out the little blow dart with the fly on it. <gasps> that means yep. you can stay. Stay forever. And then he brings a pot out and he's like, hey, ex-wife. Eh? Eh? Oh, how is, how is, how is Karen? How is Karen? Oh, just ask her. She's here. What? what? That's right. They came in on a separate boat. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all miserable except for Karen. Like, yeah. The dad, the dad's like, ah, bugs. Shh spray with my spray and uh the mom's like oh it's okay honey she's a little hot oh andrew how are you i don't know i'm so seasick oh god and then uh yeah karen or whatever dives into the water and we're like she's gonna be my crocodiles yay yeah. best movie ever i i don't understand how every you know they jump in the water and they're fine but every time tim allen sticks anything in the water the piranhas get him yeah yeah and there's an alligator fine. oh yeah like, yeah there's an alligator at one point yeah, I guess Tim Allen's just catnip for piranhas? I guess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then we get uh, Tim Allen doing a little shrug to the ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Roll credits. Wait! <gasps> we then get the, uh, the the becoming a man <laughs> ceremony with Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen's going to become a man. Jake, what happens? He, I think he, he holds the fire stick, but just for like a second. Like not nearly as long as Mimi Siku did. And then he runs off away from everybody. And screams really loud because it hurt a lot. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> yep. Continue credits. Oh, there's, yeah. I forgot. The last scene of the movie is the freeze frame on him standing in the water like, ha I burned myself. He's like, no, that, was, that was him shrugging at the wife before that thing. Because he oh, brought yeah, the yeah. pot. He brought the pot and yeah. shows it to yeah, her yeah, and he's waving right, it at her. Right. And, and then he just gives that weird shrug. Which, we don't really know what happened to Charlotte. Like, he kind of just, that was over, oh, I, I guess. I assume she hooked up with Ian. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're completely vapid and happy together. Oh yeah. God. So guys, I'm sorry, I have to leave you for a starship I'm going on. That's right. <laughs> Scott Bakula's going to be captain. It's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> so, guys, that's Jungle the Jungle. Uh, Jake, it. would you recommend this movie? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think if you're with the right audience, I think it's fun. I think the kids would like it maybe, but it's also really dated. And I think they would look at it and say, it's just really old. So, uh, no, I don't think (laughs) I would. (laughs) I mean, it's fine. It's not, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's really not that great either. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Disney fluff from the nineties. I think that, yeah. yeah. I don't know. How about you, babe? I would totally watch this with kids. Like I said, like, there were a couple of times where I was like, oh no, is this going to become much more problematic than I remember, even though I haven't seen it in two decades? And they didn't take it that route. Like, I mean, it's not like a perfect movie by any means, but it's just sort of fun. It's it's an easy to watch movie. Like, there's no points in it where I'm like, oh God, is this going to be over yet? Um, 
like this is a good like time filler if you've got kids who like with the summer off or whatever. Yeah, um, true. It's like, like I, I'd look at it that way. Like, is it going to be like, oh, God, I got to show this to my kids? No. Is it going to be one of those, well, we just watched uh, Happy Feet 11 times in a row, so... Can we watch literally anything else? <laughs> yeah. Or throw yeah. on Mimi Siku. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, <gasps> we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, <gasps> and what we learn from Jungle to Jungle. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we only got one grunt from Tim Allen in this. Oh, no. When he darts the cat. <laughs> That's right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, everybody. Join us for our next Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T. Where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free. So you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it, and we talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, oh, we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, PJ. Ah, yes. I am the master storyteller yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers. Yes. The Google Play. Yes. Apple Podcasts. What else? Podbean. What else? Podcast Addict. Goddamn. All that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere. Worldwide, baby. Hustle, motherfucker. Hustle. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah. We gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say. Ah. 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 Good fun stuff. Well, <laughs> you. Don't, don't run the listeners away, PJ. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. Podcast recommendations, you ask? 
Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know, that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve! Those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Oh, they were like a baboon. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, babe, I don't know about you. I feel like I've been in a sweltering jungle. I feel like I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm almost as sober as Mimi Siku, and I want to be more Charlie level. Yeah. <laughs> so we have from Ogden River Brewing in Ogden, Utah, the. The Scottish. Oh, oh, that's right. It's like a Jacob's Boogie or something like that. Jake's, yes, yes. Yeah, sorry, that almost looked like a gose there, like, and then something like gose fish, and they yeah. we had a gose when we were there. Yeah, we did. So yeah. I was like, oh no, no are we going to be drinking salty cucumbers? It, it better be a Scottish ale in there. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna pop my top. And this is another. Oh, my top. This is another crowler. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, we get a nice uh, brown beer. It's relatively clear. It's got a khaki-colored head with lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles make me happy. Oh, it smells really chocolatey on the nose. Ooh. A lot of chocolate and biscuit. Not much hop character on the aroma again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Steve's going in for the sip. Oh, man. Yeah. Got a nice little uh, toasty notes, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit of like like bready backbone to it, but yeah, pretty malt forward. Yeah, uh, light hoppiness, but yeah, nothing. Just enough major. to balance it out, but nothing, yeah. yeah, no like super strong hop characters. Delightful beverage. Mm-hmm. How was that? Uh, that uh, aggressive cherry power yeah. treating you? No, it's good. Um, it's still here, so um, <laughs> yeah. It's still hydrating as it was. So the thing is, you drink it, and it doesn't taste like normal Powerade. It's got some, like, creatine and whatever in it. And I feel like you can taste some of the additives, and it's not super great. (laughs) And you shouldn't be able to. Yeah, yeah. So Uh, That's how I feel about the lemon-lime of all of this. Like, it just tastes like chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, on road trips, Steve and I have the discussion of, like... So what's like the best, like the the best cold when you go and pick it up, like at the AMPM or whatever on your road trip, hydrating beverage, and it's usually blue for us. Yeah. Mm. But <laughs> what flavor is it? It's blue. But we blue, yeah. But we have agreed if you're gonna have to drink one warm, like if it's the like two for three dollars and you're gonna get it too, the orange is probably the most palatable warm. Yeah. 
I would say at room temperature, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. and it's a weird conversation to be like, what is the best drink to drink hot? <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, you gotta ha- like when you're on like a road trip or camping, you have to you have to prioritize because ain't nobody gonna drink some wild cherry while it's hot. Nobody yeah. wants nope. that grape. Nope, nope. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Lemon lime, you can just leave. Just no, get that out here. Hey, on that note, uh, <laughs> hey babe, Steve, would you be interested in any fun facts? Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. They sure are. Ah, ah. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my. Jake, what do you think the critics thought of Jungle to Jungle? Oh, I'm pretty sure it did not do well with the critics. So I'm going to say it's probably around 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. How about you, babe? Oh, people really liked Tim Allen there for a while. I mean, really liked Tim Allen. Like more than a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like people liked Tim Allen the way Tim Allen likes cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Their heart. Yeah. And it's full circle. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no. I was looking at Allegedly. Long. Okay. So he was going to get. Uh, uh, baby, we yeah. got to keep this under two hours. Come on. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to say 62. I'm going to say it's just barely fresh. Guys, 19% with the critics. Oh. <laughs> wow. Any guess, any guess with the audience, though? Because nobody gives a fuck about the critics. Oh, fuck those critics. I think the audience score is probably in the 60s. 63. I'm going to say 45. 33 with the audience. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, $32 million budget. Worldwide gross. 59.9. So All right. kind, of, kind of bombed. Huh. But but somehow I feel like everybody has seen this movie more than they would ever like to. I feel like yeah. so a lot of those like Disney live actions in like the 80s and 90s that were just meh, I feel like had like made all their money on VHS. Oh, yeah, probably. Because like... Yeah. I, but, like, I feel like this was a movie where, like, if you had a Costco membership in the 90s, like, this would be at Costco for 20 bucks, And it's like, mm. oh, damn, most Disney VHSs are 40 So, yeah, let's pick it up. And, you know, just, like, like yeah. that. Because all, we all watched it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think, or it's, like, one where my parents probably wouldn't have paid to take us to see it in the theater. But, like, they totally pick it up for two ninety nine at Blockbuster or something when it came out. Like, yeah. no problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this was the feature film debut of Lily Sobieski. There you go. Oh, she's the daughter. Uh, Karen <laughs> okay. U- Ukume, whatever. Yeah, she would go on to be in Wicker Man and I assume other things. Oh, that's right. She was in that Joan of Arc movie a couple years ago that nobody watched. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, in addition to relocating from Paris to New York, the character Mimi Siku was also made much older than the preteen in the French version. This was largely due to Americans' general discomfort with young love under the explanation that a teenager can get into more trouble. Ooh, so it was like a six-year-old right. kid or something? Uh, <laughs> or I guess like ten, maybe? Like preteen? Yeah. Yeah, Disney was doing a lot of those like eight to ten-year-old. Like they were trying to tap in on uh, like the, the Home Alone sort of vibe. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of movies with kids that age. I'm glad he's a teenager, though. It makes yeah. it less horrifying. Director John Pasquin played the bearded man in Times Square. Oh yeah, the bearded man in Times Square. I oh totally... wait, was it the homeless guy that got the pigeon? Oh maybe. No wait, no no, that was like Washington Square or something. Uh... Yeah, I don't know who the bearded man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that didn't stand out at all. Now I feel like I have to go back and watch it again. Dang it! 
<laughs> no! What have I done? Anyway. <laughs> All right. Also, uh, an entire day's worth of film was lost when it was believed to have been accidentally lift, uh, left in the back of a New York taxi cab. The film was never recovered. I'm guessing Who that knows what we're the, missing? Uh, yeah, that was the uh, uh, Mimi Siku Ukume sex scene that they cut out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, that 19% with the critics. <clears throat> Gene Siskel picked this film as his worst movie of 1997. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could, I could see. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of like other movies that came out in like 97 that were bad, but wait, it was like wait. Batman and Robin, maybe. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> bat nipples. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, yeah. I was going to say it came out around then. Oh my. 97 was a strong year for movies. We have Titanic. Ugh. L.A. Confidential. Okay. Men in Black. Uh, but we're talking about bad ones, though. Face Off. Yeah! Air Force One. As good as it gets. Batman yeah. and Robin. The Fifth Element. Hercules. Okay. Liar, Liar. Tomorrow Never Dies. I have great movies Lost all World Jurassic Park. <laughs> Scream 2. Wait, was Lost World 97? That's what it says I here. that was like 95. Con Air. Goodwill Hunting. Con Air and Face Off. Right? That was Star a good Ship year for Nick Cage. Troopers. Hell yeah. <laughs> Contact. Jackie Brown. Oh, Alien Resurrection. Boogie Nights. George of the Jungle. Anastasia. <laughs> Coming next week. Spawn. <laughs> the Game. Wow. Wow. I'm going to look up worst movies. <laughs> so that was what we were originally going to look up. Right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, like, so this was wrong. Siskel's worst movie of 97 in a year that batman and robin came out that i know that's right? saying something like that <gasps> is really, really... <laughs> <laughs> guys i looked it up and movies uh nominated for worst picture the fifth element what fuck off yeah lost highway yeah. the postman oh god yeah starship troopers what fuck off <laughs> starship troopers and fifth element are both fucking great right those are like two of my favorite movies the, the, the razzies or whatever uh, I don't know, it was on Wikipedia, 1997 Stinkers. Well, that that's a goddamn lie. <laughs> Alright, but guys, we've reached the important part. What did we learn from Jungle to Jungle? Uh, Jake, as our guest, would you like to go first? Sure. Uh, I've learned that pots do make a great Valentine's Day gift, um, and I should probably pick some up for my wife next year. Yeah. I think she'll really appreciate them. I'm sure she will. <laughs> yeah, she'll love it. All right. How about you, Ben? I learned that good moms let their kids name themselves cat piss. <laughs> and then kid, that, that same kid will want to eat cats later. There you go. <laughs> uh, I learned 5,100 tons of coffee at 85 cents a pound <laughs> comes to $8.67 million. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a lot of coffee. That is a lot. Yeah. Uh, Jake, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast. I do, yes. Movies That Make Us. Uh, please check us out. We talk about movies as well. We just pick the movies that, that meant something to us usually and uh, talk about why we love them and why they meant something to us. So I do that with uh, Tracy Mingham and, and Val Cameron, and we just have a lot of fun. Like, a lot of fun. More than we probably should. It's all right. I think it's fine. Excellent. And you can check them out on the Stolen Droids network of podcasts and videos. And you guys have like a whole uh, whole entertainment network going on over there, right? 
well, that makes it sound much uh, grander in scale than it actually is. But yes, we have we have YouTube channel and and uh, videos and and podcasts and everything. So yeah, check it out, Soul and Droids. It's great. We've got something for everybody over there. It's awesome. That's right. Yeah. Excellent. And babe, are you on social media? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. And you can hear Mr. Pickles in the background jingling. Hi, Mr. Pickles. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm on uh, Etsy, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all of those social medias, but especially over at Etsy at untidyvenus.etsy.com where I sell my goods and wares. And we have so many goods right now. Steve and I have been just making stuff. Steve yeah. Makes- Excuse me. Steve makes paracord. We've been doing tie dye. In fact, uh, the day of this here recording, we were tie dyeing in the backyard. We got a whole batch of tea towels. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been upcycling. I bought a whole batch of like imperfect, sort of crooked kitchen towels and tea towels from a fellow vendor who couldn't use them, and we're upcycling them. They come super, super pretty. Trying to create some zero waste here. Yeah, if you want to see them all in the flesh, you can check out Podcart Fest on Saturday, yeah. July 10th, where we'll have our uh, live Q&As and uh, demonstrations going on. And uh, yeah, just for more information, hit us up at P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, of course, we're at everything I learned from movies at EILF Movies. Uh, but at Podcart Fest, yeah, we'll have all the tea towels. Yeah. Uh, we'll have all, all the new offerings, including... The Snackasaur enamel pins. Yeah, we got the first generation, the second generation, and now the third generation. Yeah. They're dinosaurs made of snack foods. <laughs> They're super cute. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. And I'm Jake. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. In the strangest places, tasting the fruits of a roots. Ah, is this just a deja vu? Or tell me, is this really true? Hit me like a puzzle, I ain't got a clue. Is this really my imagination that I'm confronted with these altercations? Yeah. Gotta shake the tree, gotta shake the tree, gotta shake the tree, gotta shake the tree, we'll leave it up to me. Shake it, shake it, I tell you